Welcome to the second episode for God and Country, where we talk about world issues and current affairs with a God-centric lens. I'm Zaina Wright, and I'm honored to introduce to you our guest for today, uh, Yusuf Bazi, who is a pre-dental student at the University of Michigan, as well as the founder of The Purpose Project, um, which is actually what we're here to talk about today. Uh, so welcome, Yusuf. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Um, Yusuf recently got censored on social media when he posted a video on Palestine where his audio was removed from not just that video, but from all other videos. Um, so today then we will be hearing his story um, and the censorship that exists on social media uh, when it comes to sharing pro-Palestine content. Um, Yusuf, you've featured uh, inspirational people um, on your uh, on your blog, The Purpose Project. Can you tell me more about you know what this is about and the purpose of this page? Yeah, of course. So coming out of high school, I felt like the shift from high school to college was so transactional, <laughs> and uh, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life coming out of high school. You know, you're typically expected to go do your four years of undergrad and then four years of graduate school, and especially in our community, you feel like they really push certain careers and professions, like becoming a doctor, lawyer, engineer, mm -hmm. the respected professions. Right. I wanted to utilize this page and platform since everyone already is on Instagram and social media and really put out stories um, of individuals who have gone and taken different routes um, and share their experiences, their wisdom and their insight on the careers that they have chosen to take. Mm -hmm. Because um, I just want to make sure that for myself and for others, that I was leading a life of true purpose. Mm. And I didn't want to wake up and go into a career profession and think of it as a burden mm. or as a responsibility that I didn't enjoy. Mm. So that was the overall gist and purpose of my page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so the video that um, was going viral on Palestine, um, it amassed over 50,000 views and uh, then the audio was removed. But you know, just to backtrack a, a little bit, this content was uh, new for your page. It's not something you were doing a lot of. Uh, what was your motivation behind it? Why did you create this video? So I kind of wanted to put into perspective what was going on in Palestine. You know, we see the sad videos and we see the sad posts, but, you know, as time goes on, you tend, and I speak to myself before I speak to anyone, you tend to forget what's going on. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to put into perspective that there are kids in our community. There are, we have our nieces, our nephews, our younger kids, our younger siblings, and those could have been the kids that are in Palestine. So I wanted to put into perspective and compare between the kids in our community mm -hmm. and the kids over there and the differences that in fate and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, the kids in Palestine don't have that luxury right. to dream of a day past tomorrow. Like I said in the video, and the kids uh, over here really don't have much to worry about when it comes to safety and security. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of put that into perspective and to honestly touch people because it hits closer to home when it's people that you are familiar with and people that, you know, you are close to. So the video was about, you know, you taking kids from our communities, them talking about what, what? they want to aspire to, which is what your whole project is exactly. about. Yeah. But then you, um, you know, parallel that with what's going on in Palestine exactly. where the kids don't have the privilege to even dream of a tomorrow, exactly. right? Um, that was beautiful. And I think that, you know, it touched a lot of people's hearts and it was making rounds. I saw it multiple times on many people um, that I follow on their um, stories. 
And I'm guessing that that's what got it flagged because I think it, it got to over 50,000 views. Yeah. Um, so then what happened? Like, when, when did all this happen? Walk us through what exactly took place. So I produced a video. I created it. Um, I posted it. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, it was getting a lot of traction within the first day. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning, I wake up from a phone call mm -hmm. and uh, somebody was asking me why the audio wasn't there. And I hadn't yeah. watched the video or noticed that my audio was stripped. Mm -hmm. So I uh, deleted the app. I logged out of my account, logged back in. I turned off my phone. I thought it may have something to do with the software, the app, or my phone. Mm -hmm. um, and then I realized that the videos besides the Palestine video were all stripped from audio as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, it was at that point that I realized maybe because I referenced, you know, um, the U.S. and, mm. and Israel, mm -hmm. the big Z word. Yeah. Uh, that rhymes with <laughs> well, I, I told them not to say the big Z word. You know, we don't want this this uh, video taken yeah. down as well. It's, it's sad, right? Yeah, to think is. about we have to like. Filter what we say. Yeah, walk on eggshells, right? Exactly. Um. Yeah, so then? So yeah, so after that point, I realized that this may have been related to the reference I made him to Palestine. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes these kind of corporations and social media platforms are, you know, will do anything they can to misguide and mislead mm -hmm. uh, the masses from knowing the truth. Mm. So uh, that's how it came about. And that's what was the result of my video, stripping mm -hmm. the audio from my page. And not just that audio, but... The all the other videos you created that had nothing to do with Palestine. Wow! Because I posted all Palestine, the other interviews got so they punished you for doing something. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, like you kind of can see why a lot of people shy away from, especially people who are not just everyday people, right? Who have like the their circles of influence, yeah. but you're talking about like pages who have like a, a specific purpose, like your purpose mm -hmm. project. And then, you know, we all know that when we talk about Palestine, something like this could happen. And then people just shy away from it. They don't want to take that chance. Exactly. Right? And honestly, I don't think any job, relationship, social status is worth having if you have to remain silent on things that you believe in. Right, or when right. it comes down to Palestine. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you can be so open about certain subjects. Yeah. But when it comes to these like, subjects about Palestine or minorities, mm -hmm. you know, you have to kind of filter what you say. I honestly don't agree with that at all. Right, but right, right. It's a sad truth. Mm. I mean, um, like this is a sad reality because like there's accounts that I know, many, many, many people who have not just been shadow banned. I mean, Bella Hadid talked about being yeah. shadow banned, but like you have people who are straight up deleted, mm. right? Like they lose everything. Um, I have a friend who is a, a Palestinian activist herself. And not only did she, her page that was growing very rapidly get deleted, she can't create a new account because they're tracking her phone. So even if she creates like a new email with a new account, she can't do that. And that's what makes me like wonder, like to what extent are they going to go to really silence the Palestinian narrative? Um, uh, there, uh, there is, uh, this one, uh, uh, statistic that I wanted to bring up. Um, it's the research done by Hamle. Um, it's a, a group, um, in 2021, uh, which found that Israelis post more than 675,000 racist or inciting comments against Palestinians, but little action is taken against them, which is so funny because like we, when we report 
those kind of hateful or bullying or hate speech, nothing happens. Uh -huh. But our post somehow, like, could we just talking about like protecting innocent lives, a, a little child like you did? Uh -huh. What was so hateful about saying that these children are not afforded a future? Exactly. They remove that and say that's violating community guidelines. Mm -hmm. So that, like, I don't know, what are your thoughts about that? Honestly, it just, it makes me question why, like, what are they fearful of when it comes to Palestine and representing Palestine? Yeah. But when it comes to Israel, you know, it's open yeah. game. You can speak out freely. Mm -hmm. So honestly, it just poses that question in my head. Um, they're in the same group in 2020 also found that Facebook uh, received 913 requests from Israel to remove content. 81% of the requests were complied with. So, like, they're working hand-in-hand hand with Israel, which is, a, like, you know, not a person. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there, there's vested interests here. I think um, there's a, a stat that I have. Israel, uh, mar the Israeli market gives Facebook 300 million ads a year. So it's obviously you see the profit angle. Exactly. Like it's always profit over people, profit over people's mm -hmm. lives. Um, so we're seeing this trend again and again um, where there's like coordinated efforts to silence uh, anyone who comes up and talks about Palestine. Could be like a harmless video like yours. Could be a video that's just critical mm -hmm. of Israeli policies. Um, there's also these... Um, uh, uh, secret words like the big Z word mm -hmm. where they actually have uh, content moderation algorithms where they will filter out that word and it's protected under hate speech law. It's crazy. So like we can't even say that. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, there's a, a, a woman I interviewed uh, back in Toronto. She actually got pulled into a lawsuit by the Israeli lobby for using a hashtag with the big Z word. And uh, this is a white woman, not Arab, not Muslim. Mm -hmm. She is for Palestine and what's going on there. She wants to stand up to oppression. She got pulled into a lawsuit after lawsuit. And they just keep bringing lawsuits because they're very well funded. Mm -hmm. um, so that like affects everyday people like us is, um, you know, not many people go through that. But I'm saying like, even when the stakes are low, it's hard for us to really break the silence. Mm -hmm. um, so what makes you want to break the silence? Honestly, I'm, I, I've been following people on Instagram and I'm going to name drop. You know, there's individuals like Hassan Salami, Tariq Bezi, who are very vocal in what they believe and stand for. Mm -hmm. And uh, this has motivated me to be vocal as well. You know, uh, I mean, I'm only 20 and uh, I could be doing much more with what uh, mm -hmm. I have, but... Uh, at this point in my life, I think it's important to stay vocal and true to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you get more respect that way as well. And uh, I think it's just important to speak freely and be free, like free thinkers. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just important to stay true to yourself. Um, you know, uh, what do you have to say, though, about like people who want to be true to themselves and want to like, I'm sure everyone sees what's going on in Palestine, yeah. even Yemen, all the oppressed people of the world. People want to speak up for them, but then they have like jobs and mm -hmm. things on the line where, you know, I feel like Israeli is Israel is leading a coordinated effort to target companies, target the government um, where we live in, which is the United States, where we get in trouble. 
Like, or we face backlash or we'll get fired from corporate jobs yeah. uh, for speaking out. So what do you have to say to that? Honestly, the way I think about it is that this world is so temporary. Mm. And if that it becomes a case where, you know, you get fired from your job or from a corporate job, God will open up more doors for you, mm. especially with pure intentions and good intentions. Uh, if one door shuts, another will open. And I know it's hard to accept that um, because at the end of the day, you're responsible for, you know, your family and to care for others. But having reliance on God and tawakkul, which is a reliance on God, uh, wants to pave the way for you. It's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the way I see it. What do you feel, um, like, what is it that you think happened with your specific post? Like, what, you know, that that one thing, like, you no. know, because I've, I've been banned personally, like, uh -huh. all the time. Like, this is, uh, I'm surprised I'm still even there, <laughs> honestly. But, um, you know, I always do wonder, like, what was it that got me banned? Um, so have you thought about that? Like, was it? I think it's because the message is clear. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the truth. The mm -hmm. truth is clear. It's clear who the victim is and it's clear who the enemy is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they just want to confuse the masses, you know, all right. the media and propaganda going on and around. Um, and they want to filter out the truth. And that's what honestly is going on. Not I love that you said that because it's really, that's what it is, right? When mm -hmm. you mix falsehood with truth and you confuse people mm -hmm. and you have people not just sitting on the fence, but they're like, oh, okay, well, we see the self-defense angle. We see that. You know, our rights are being protected as Americans mm -hmm. because of Israel and what they're doing in the Middle East. Like, it's easy to see that angle when all, you know, media outlets are coordinated in exactly. their in their messaging. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like that's it's very interesting to see that kind of effect when every, they're uniting mm -hmm. to send this message. Um, but it makes you think, like, how are we uniting yeah. to counter that, mm -hmm. counter that effect? Um, uh, according to a document by Facebook, uh, Facebook's growth team, Israel was the top country to report content under terrorism rules with 150,000 uh, complaints in one week and a third in the world to flag content for violence and hate speech with 550,000 reports surpassing the most populous countries in the world. Like, that's insane that they, like, what do you feel about this? Like, they're, they're actually leading um, in, in terms of making complaints. They have a cybersecurity team that is set up to remove content um, and work with Facebook, um, Instagram, social media. Um, so what do you feel about that? I think it goes back to them playing, you know, the victim, uh, hmm. with them, you know, trying to disregard the truth and trying to censor, uh, videos that share the truth. Hmm. Uh, it's all a part of their game plan, you know, to present themselves as a victim right. and the Palestinians as the enemies. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the problem with media today, hmm. but it's uh, important for individuals like, uh, yourself and, uh, others who, you know, promote Palestine and, uh, in a victim sense, mm -hmm. uh, to spread the truth. Right, right. No, I think that's what is important is like reclaiming our narrative in the media. It's like, how long are we going to wait for people to like, you know, tell the truth? You so, just sometimes have to take that back and take that power back. Mm -hmm. um, what has happened to your account since, you know, you said your all your audio for all your other videos that had nothing to do with this was stripped. Uh -huh. Um how are you going to move forward from here? 
So moving forward, honestly, this has pushed me to do more for myself and for the page. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm using it as a source of motivation to do more. Mm -hmm. Um, this doesn't change anything. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Right. Um, I have a few interviews uh, lined up this week that I'm going to, you know, conduct. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I see fit, I'm also going to be sharing uh, content about uh, world issues mm -hmm. and uh, censored topics that are usually censored. Uh, that doesn't stop me. Are you taking the purpose project in a different way? Uh, yeah. I mean, as days go on, I'm always evolving with the page and incorporating different ideas and different uh, kind of uh, content within it. Mm -hmm. But um, this doesn't change anything. Yeah. Honestly, just another, honestly, it's motivating me to do more. And uh, yeah, this is not a game that they're going to, you know, try to take over and win. Mm. And you seem very, like, you seem very not too upset about it. No, of course, when it first happened, I was a little upset. Yeah. And I kind of looked at it through an outside lens. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, God closes one door and opens up another. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just going to use it. Because this you've as... worked, obviously, you've worked hard. Yeah, it was a lot of time for right? videos and content. Um. But, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do mm -hmm. to continue with this page and uh, try to look at it as positive as I can. And that's inspiring because, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, people, journalists, activists, they put in that time mm -hmm. and effort to grow and, you know, get connected. It's not just the content you put out there, but the connections you make. Yeah. Um, and then starting from scratch is like, it feels like a, a huge undertaking. But, yeah. you know, it's very inspiring that. Like you're, you have this outlook and it just goes back to showing like, you know, the steadfastness of the Palestinian people. They're not giving up despite, you know, everything going on. Exactly. And, this is nothing compared to what's going on. Inspiration, yeah. like to be honest. Exactly. And, um, you know, there, uh, an interesting fact that I found about Palestinian censorship on social media um, is that the Israeli government actually invests uh, millions of dollars into tech programs. Um, I found that interesting because I'm sure you've heard of the Hasbara trolls, mm -hmm. the ones that like there is um, there's this program called the ACT.IL. It's an astroturfing tool that allows um, Israel to uh, recruit volunteers. Usually they're students from college mm -hmm. and they are able to mass report um, certain content and elevate other content with just a touch of a button. Mm -hmm. um, so like, obviously you will, so like, you know, you can have multiple people mass report you, you get, your account gets suspended, mm -hmm. you get removed for mm -hmm. violating community guidelines. Um, how do you like see what's the way around this? Like, how are we supposed to fight that? I think we just have to continue sticking together. Um, we may seem like the minority, but, awesome. you know, the majority tends to speak up. We will become the majority. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's just important to be vocal, to use your creativity, to use your professions and your jobs and mm -hmm. work past your job title to mm -hmm. promote these kind of incidents and situations that you believe in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, just staying true to yourself and speaking for the righteous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... Um... You know, an interesting thing that I found was uh, just how different social media outlets are from each other. When you look at Facebook to Twitter to TikTok even, like that's a big thing nowadays. Mm -hmm. And you have Instagram. I think that it's important to understand what these outlets are and what their purpose is. So, for example, like, you know, Instagram is more video and photo related. Mm -hmm. And then you have... 
Twitter, which is like quick thoughts and news. Yeah. Um, you have TikToks, is like reels and videos mm-hmm. that capture people's attention. And you have Facebook that connect um, like-minded people with each other. I think that like if we use these platforms to our benefit mm-hmm. strategically, and like you said, like sticking together, um, I really think that we there is a way to beat the system. Of course. Um, you just have to be 10 steps ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, from where we're at, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's hard to be all the way down here mm-hmm. when you're looking at this giant. Yeah. Um, but what, to end, I think this is a great note to end with. What do you feel really motivates you to, like, never fear being outnumbered? Uh, so I think it's important to stay strong-willed. Um, and it comes back down to, you know, we live such a comfortable life compared to the people who are dying in Palestine and struggling in Palestine. And I think there's no excuse for us to stay quiet about these topics Mm -hmm. because, you know, on social media platforms, you can promote almost anything. But when it comes down to these minorities in Palestine, you know, you have to stay filtered. Mm -hmm. You have to fear what you're going to say because, you know, a consequence might come out of that. Um, so I would just really think it's important to speak for your mind, to be a free thinker. And, uh, you know, like how we get censored with those videos, it's because these platforms and these individuals that are backing these platforms fear that uh, we might think for ourselves for once mm. and be free, free uh, thinkers, free spirited. You know, it's, so it's important just to stay true to yourself, to speak uh, for yourself and be vocal about these situations. Mm. And I love that, like, you know, as when it comes down to faith, I love what you said in the beginning where you're like, um, you know, this life is temporary. Mm-hmm. Can you just tell me more about what you meant? Yeah, so like we're not here forever. Yeah. You know, one day we're going to pass and we're going to be irrelevant. Mm. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's very good to use your time that you have on this earth in a beneficial way mm-hmm. and leave an impact and legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, we may leave legacies with our businesses, with our families, but you also want to leave a legacy for yourself mm-hmm. and for your name. Mm-hmm. And uh, with as temporary as this world is, you know, it's important to do that. And I'm trying to practice that myself, you know, each and every day, I'm trying to progress it as an individual. But um, I think it's just important to look through life through that lens. That's beautiful. And all coming from uh, someone who is only 20 years old, I wish you the best of luck. Israel and social media uh, leads a coordinated attack um, to silence Palestinian voices and the narrative and um, and silences people like Yusuf Bazi, who who just want to make an impact in the world and raise the voices of innocent people, innocent children. Um, And uh, obviously there's a mounting uh, evidence to suggest that there is um, coordinated efforts and we need to have further conversations about how to work 10 steps ahead. But thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Yusuf. And I'll see you guys next time.